0: Locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. There are just about 20 games left in the Spurs schedule. What is it looking like? And Rudy Gay talks about injury in the compressed season. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm Rose Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. And yeah, um, Spurs. Uh Well, full disclosure. First of all, this is recorded before their game versus the Raptors out in Tampa, so not including that game. But the Spurs have about twenty nineteen games left, and I this would pretty much mark the beginning of their rough patch of their second half schedule. What does it look like? What do we predict, and how it will end, and when does it begin? And as Demar Derozan said. They're not even in their uh, tough part yet. Well, it's about to begin. And also on the show, Rudy Gay had a chance to talk with them about the De- Jamal Murray injury and his thoughts on injury and the compressed season. let just put it this way. There's some NBA players already saying that, yeah, this could be a problem as the season continues. To do that and more, I am finally joined by YouTube sensation Casey Vieira <laughs> of Vieira's in San Antonio, also a San Antonio sp- sports reporter. Casey, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Glad to have you back. And how's everything going with Vieiras as an SA?
1: Uh, by your standards, very good. <laughs> by my standards, okay. <laughs> if it warrants the legend title, I guess it's going pretty well by your standards. Um, right, but well, yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. Cool. And,
0: and, yeah, and go check it out. Um, Casey and his wife uh, kind of chronicle their life as newlyweds. Out on YouTube, just search on YouTube, Vieira's NSA, subscribe right now. Uh, okay, so let's dive into the meat of the Lockdown Spurs today. That is the schedule. As I mentioned in the beginning, uh, DeMar DeRozan, during that rough patch the Spurs had, during the loose streak, they, he mentioned that, hey, we're not even in the rough part of their second half schedule. It's about to start. Again, you know, mm-hmm. they got that game in the, in Tampa versus the Toronto Raptors. You a light challenge, if you will, despite their record, the Toronto's record there is. But it's about to get real, <laughs> real soon. They come back yeah. home and face the Blazers, and that begins a pretty rough patch. You had a chance to look ahead of the remaining games left. What are your thoughts? What is it looking like? How do you think the Spurs will fare?
1: Uh, can I echo that sentiment, all those things you just said? Is yes that, is that okay is, is that yes sir. Uh, deep enough analysis that you're looking for in the program
0: <laughs> yes but i'm it, looking at
1: that yeah i mean yeah right it, it's tough i mean you just look what they got coming up and, and even that portland game that's just a quick cup of coffee before going back on the road friday night into saturday morning to to take on phoenix so that's a fun back-to-back you get back from this little road trip and promptly promptly sleep in your bed for 24 hours and then Got to face uh, two of the top six teams in the West, one of those two being a top two team in the West. But, we, I mean, we knew this was coming, right? We, we saw this on the horizon. We saw this in the midst of that nine-game losing stretch. We knew how important those nine games were to at least make up a little bit of ground or give them a bigger cushion right. if they were to struggle on this, on this big uh, road trip or, I guess, Continuously more and more difficult stretch, however you want to call it. And here we are. And for the Spurs standpoint, the last last two times out, prior to Toronto, still looking pretty solid. Or, or they mm-hmm. had, I don't want to say still looking pretty solid, but had solid bounce backs. That, that game in, in Dallas, the more notable of the two victories. But those are, those are the type of games that they need to get because. Uh, it's all a matter of of maintaining kind of stability, winning the games that you can in order to kind of counteract the the losses that I don't want to say you're expected to lose, but for the lack of a better term, expected to lose. And and, and right right now it's, unfortunately for them, they're not exactly in the most ideal spot because a lot of those expected to win, as I like to call it, the should be wins on the calendar, they, they didn't do a whole lot of winning. And of course now it's, uh, gonna get infinitely more difficult, given what's ahead,
0: yeah, let's take a look at that schedule, as uh Casey mentioned, you know they got the blazers following the game versus Toronto, and then uh yeah, that's a back to back set. I think we're forgetting that <laughs> you know, they got Portland mm-hmm. when they're done with Toronto, and then they travel immediately to Phoenix to face the suns that that's a tough uh, two games right there. Oh, and they're not done. Then they go to uh, Indiana, and then they come back home for a quick uh, two-game homestand, if you will, against Miami and then Detroit. You know, you look at the Detroit game as maybe their winnable game. That's going to be tough. And look, you applaud the team uh, for beating the Magic, but let's just face it, the Magic, you know, I think you and me and uh, your dog and your wife can probably beat them at the rate they're going. Yes, uh, they're, they're,
1: yeah, they're they're uh, they're in a bit of a transition, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Dallas um, hasn't been Dallas as we thought we would be. They would be this season. You caught them on a bad night, maybe some boneheaded play calling that Rick Carlisle admitted that he should have double team um, Demar Derozan. Nevertheless, Dallas hasn't really been Dallas that we thought they would be. So, but you commend the Spurs for getting wins that they should have gotten. You go to Orlando, you beat that Orlando team. You take advantage of Dallas not playing well before Zingus fouls out. You know, you, you should win that game. Uh, I look at this schedule and I, I, you know, I'm, I, am I still, let me get your friend opinion first before I get mine. Okay. You're looking at, we are is, are the playoffs, let alone the play in tournaments still on the table, despite what the oh, Spurs yeah. have ahead of them? Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I think it depends what your definition of on the table is. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's certainly feasible given where they are right now and given a lot of teams that that they're facing on the calendar coming up because one thing that they do have going for them is that it's not – going to be a whole lot of the control your own destiny kind of thing because they're going to be facing Portland right there in that hunt again they're going to be facing New Orleans the team right there in that hunt again in the meantime uh there are a couple of those games that you mentioned you got the Pistons got the Wizards a couple times so there are winnable games and, and stretches where and and matchups where you have that essentially again that destiny in your own hands and you're not Uh, scoreboard watching there and and that that certainly keeps them relevant in terms of the play in conversation, whether in terms of the top six conversation, I I think that's, that's basically a glimmer at this Mm -hmm. point, if they're going to get up to that territory, but staying in one of those last four spots, seven through 10. Yeah. I think it's, it's very much and and, and barring a complete total collapse, which I don't think will happen the rest of the way. uh, I I think we're kind of looking at what we, should be expecting over these last 20 games 19 games now is them right right in the middle of this
0: yeah they they should be in the mix for that play-in tournament um of course there's been mixed thoughts on the play-in tournament uh, Mavs uh Cuban and um the Donchick recently spoke out against it saying what's the point you know why why should we really go all out for two games just for a seed you know I mean they seem very anti- Play-in tournament, but for the Spurs, I think it would benefit them, especially for the young kids, to get something like a playoff vibe. You know, technically, I guess is it considered the playoffs, even though it's play-in. I don't know. technically,
1: not technically. But I mean, you know what you know what they're doing here. The league's doing a a couple reasons. One, because it's condensed, because you want to give more teams a shot to get in. But on the other side of that, too, in terms of maybe it being a long-term thing, is that how much of the regular season is irrelevant once we get to the past, the last two weeks. Yeah. Most games are largely irrelevant when it gets to the last two weeks of the season. So now in terms of it staying long-term, that's kind of what I like about it is that a lot of these, just piggybacking off that thought, you know, these games are actually important now going down the home stretch. And that hasn't been the case uh, for a while now. And I find it kind of interesting when you hear the Mavs being critical about it, a team that, Mm By many accounts, many expectations perceived to have underachieved a little bit. So now right. that they're in that play and conversation, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I don't like this. I don't like this. We, <laughs> we, 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 we should, we, we, we don't want to be in the, you know, we don't think we should be playing the eight seed in the playoff. Just start the playoffs. We're in the seventh spot. Yeah but anyways I I, dig, I digress go ahead
0: and yeah yeah you look at the uh, Spurs and um you know I, yeah I, I see definitely see the uh playing tournament still within grasp I, I don't know if the sixth seed is going to be in, in grass uh, unless you know because you mentioned they they don't control their own destiny but at the same time they do because RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. It's all there at RockAuto.com. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. And all, pretty much everything you get there is going to be delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com's catalog is unique, easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specification, and the prices you prefer. And those prices are always going to be reliably low at RockAuto.com. They're going to be the same for the professionals, for the do-it-yourselfers. Don't go spending up to twice as much for the same parts. I want you to go to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. You get an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. They're gonna have to bring their A game and then some against some of these upper crust teams that they're about to face after the uh, Raptors matchup. So- Of course, yeah and you look at those teams the only the only thing i think of that would help them in their favor is if those teams that they're gonna be facing your phoenixes uh your brooklyn's stuff like that rest players you know Mm -hmm. for you know the uh which could happen or let alone it it, it could happen
1: yeah because they have they have utah on there twice as well
0: right so that could bode well for san antonio you know maybe you might see rudy gobert you know play a quarter and that's about it you know you're done for the night if it's already locked in that Utah is in or because you would figure the way the West is shaping up, let alone the league. Some teams are probably going to clinch spots sooner than later at one point. Um, I think and that so. will help. Yeah. And that will help San Antonio. But I think a plan tournament is, uh, still, uh, within grass. I, I, again, you know, I don't know if they can get that succeed, uh, but, you, the Spurs are going to have to do it. I mean, this this schedule is is getting rough and it's going to get really, really rough. I mean, I mean, imagine if you're the player, you come home for the Blazers and then you're back on the road. I mean, what kind of, you know, what is that? Okay. You know, you, yeah, enjoy. And you're probably going to see those situations catch up to San Antonio. If you think the compressed season is a problem, that home, away, back home for two games, away for three, back home for one, on the road again, I think the way the second half of the season ending that that stretch run, if you will, is laid out, that could be a problem, Casey.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, and it, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with that nine game homestand. I hate to keep beating it into the ground, but it kind of just goes back to how pivotal that stretch was. That two and seven, mm-hmm. the, the, that two and seven uh, stay back home in San Antonio was. All this stuff was was on the table. This, this was this was on the plate in front of them. They knew what was coming. They knew that they were going to have to they were going to have to dig into this at some point. And and it just made that homestand infinitely more important. But now here we are, and maybe this is maybe we we should kind of temper our expectations here a little bit, and considering that this is largely in the grand scheme of things, despite the strong start what we expected the Spurs to be, right? Bottom mm-hmm. end playoff right. team, playing game. Right. And this is here where where we are. So uh, to, to originate, go back to your original thought, is that, hey, I mean, it, this, this is what was coming. We knew that they had the chance to make up some ground early in the season, playing well. They did, had a strong first half. Extenuating circumstances came about with the COVID, that was a bummer, of course. But the second half, the schedule was there. They knew what was here, COVID or not. But mm-hmm. either, either way, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get heavy here in the next month.
0: Yeah, and how much is the schedule likely to impact San Antonio? These are the last few games that the Spurs have to round out their regular season. The Bucks, the Nets, the Knicks, and Phoenix Suns twice imagine those mm-hmm. two if it comes down to it those two phoenix games and by the way those last two games in the regular season against phoenix are back-to-back so
1: back-to-back in phoenix too uh no 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 excuse me they're here no no in, here. in san antonio here. Yeah. yeah
0: in san antonio yeah so that helps but then again playing at home really hasn't helped san antonio this season at least at this point so um yeah I mean, the, the spurs they got a task ahead of them and uh, you, you know Kudos to them if they get into the playing tournament. I think a one-game elimination situation bodes well for Popovich. I think he's the type to scheme and get you that one win. You know, he he can definitely rally a team to get that one win to advance.
1: Right. Uh, And
0: I think a team that's taking on San Antonio in that playing tournament probably wouldn't want that situation. But nevertheless, you know, there there are certain things that are good for San Antonio in the playing tournament, and as the season winds down. And also bad, because let's go and transition right. to our next topic, and that being the season the way it is. And that is that it's so compressed that we recently had a major injury to Denver Nuggets' Jamal Murray. Now, you don't know if it's directly correlated to the uh, season being so compact, but you have some NBA players already pointing the fingers. Uh, I think it I think it was uh, heart, uh, Pelican's heart, Um Who said recently, hey, you know, look what happens when you kind of cram a bunch of games in just to complete a season. Rudy Gay, I got a chance to talk to him recently uh, about injuries and Jamal Murray's injury. He said, well, first of all, he said he hated to see that uh, happen to his NBA brother. But interestingly enough, though, he said, you can plan, you can prepare all you want. But at the end of the day, you know what happens. And I think that's the way it is. Your thoughts on the risk of injury and the way the NBA planned out this get this season. And is this going to be a concern as the season moves on?
1: I think this was a fear of a lot of people. And as us, as you and I, as people who watch the games at home from our couches and, and have never stepped on the <laughs> stepped on the floor at, at, at anything beyond the, the high school backyard level. Right. We, we really underestimate the, the toll that a season can take on, on some of these guys' bodies, even, even with a a four month hiatus, like there was last year from March to July pre bubble, it's still there. And and these guys at the level that they're competing at, the body needs to rest. Mm -hmm. And for the late for the Lakers, it goes without saying they're banged up and they're one of the teams that was there in the end, going deep into the postseason. The Denver Nuggets, there was a team that, even though their season ended a couple weeks earlier than L.A.'s, they were one of the last four teams standing. Jamal Murray blows out his knee. I saw somewhere, of uh, I, I, I can't attribute it to, to who I saw, there was four mm-hmm. torn ACLs this year, and of those four torn ACLs, three guys played in the bubble last year. It was mm-hmm. Murray... It was Murray, Markel Fultz, someone, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie did did not play in the bubble last year, though. Mm-hmm. But it it makes you wonder. It it makes you it it does make you wonder, and maybe the league, instead of 72, they probably should they probably could have went 60. They probably could have they probably could have went 60. I think part of the reason they kind of stuck to that 72 though is that they want to try to stretch out the possibility of getting profit once. Right Once the gates did open a little bit but in terms of player safety 72 might have been might have been too much it's easy for yeah. us to say after after an all-star tears his ACL but maybe it was and and hey listen this is something that the players have been asking for for a long time right
0: right this yeah. is
1: something they've been asking for 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 a decade 15 years now they've been saying cut down 82 Mm -hmm. maybe this 70 72 ballpark but if it's spaced Mm -hmm. out over one more month a lot i guess more accommodating than it is essentially and how Mm -hmm. how long how long are we doing this
0: four months right four months yeah they're trying to cram it all in in four months? months yeah so what's, they what's have the some season, they right? give they gave some oh for a regular like an 82 games season or a 72? Yeah,
1: so, 72. Yeah, uh, so November, December, January, February, March, yeah. April. So you have 82 over 6, 72 over basically 4. I mean, there you yeah. go. That's there, there it, it is it. right it's there. A yeah. It's A lot of basketball. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of
0: basketball. And and you look at um, the Spurs, and Popovich recently did admit that, yeah, that's something rest the load management. That's probably going to pop up for the Spurs. As the season um, continues, he pointed to DeMar DeRozan as the likely candidate to get those load management games as the season uh, continues. Now, you're looking at some numbers here. We'll talk about DeRozan and Gay, since uh, Gay was speaking about uh, injuries with me. Um, Brady Gay, he's third on the roster in usage rate at 22%, while DeRozan is number one at 28.7, according to Cleaning the Glass so those are two prime candidates right there to get those load management games and i think the the spurs are going to have to do that i mean they were one of the first teams to implement load management number the Kawhi era uh. bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football may be over but the nba your spurs the nhl well they're in full swing bet online even covers awards tv shows reality tv you get real-time updated odds and props from almost anything you can imagine and BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's simply the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. You want to go to betonline.ag right now, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're giving half of your money back. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code On. Which is oh, ironic man.
1: with all this, right?
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, Ryan, but at the same time, it's understood because of the way the season is crammed um, right. to get to 72. But, um, again, when I was talking with uh, Rudy Gay, you know, head of the uh, Toronto game, you know, he, he tells me here, and I quote, he says, We're athletes. We worry. We're prepared for being injured regardless. A lot goes into every game. So it is, I don't think it's a situation of 72 games, 82 games. It's just the fact that that's just a, a way of life for athletes. But, and
1: that's, yeah. And but that, and keep in mind that's also from a guy who has had major
0: season-ending
1: yeah. a major season-ending injury in that torn mm-hmm. Achilles a few years back. So he knows that's a, yeah. a, certainly a valid, valid voice to come from.
0: Yeah, and, and he so yeah, at the end of the day, Sorry, I, I cut say, you off. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, no, I'm glad you brought that up because you know here's a a veteran of the game who's gone through a major injury in his career, and he rebounded pretty well. Um, you know, and he's playing, uh, you know, you continue playing once he was fully healed at a pretty good rate here. Gay uh, also said that, hey, you know, there's, there's some things you can't control. And, he, well, just look to the Spurs. What happened to Derek White? Here's a guy who went through off-season toe surgery, sits out the beginning of the season, comes back, and in the same day, same game, he fractures the same toes, a new injury to the same toe. It wasn't a re-injury of what happened before. So he's right. You know, things just happen. Uh, like Lonnie Walker, you know, he was out for nine games, but he comes out and says, "Yeah, I've been dealing with this wrist injury for months." So you add the fact that it's just a way of life for athletes, and add a seventy-two shortened, compressed season on San Antonio and the rest of the teams. Yeah, you know, you're like you're going to see injuries to Murray, to Wiseman, to Anthony Davis, to LeBron James. Again, there is no direct link if it is because of the compressed season. But, you know, the, 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 the stuff that you mentioned a little while ago regarding the, the the major injuries, it makes you think that if the NBA wants to make a shortened season, they're going to have to do a better job, Casey.
1: Well, I, I think that starts with shortening the season then, and I think the two will probably yeah. go head, hand in hand. When you say better job in terms of keeping these guys
0: yeah. healthy, keeping them on the floor... A better job as far as spacing out. If they want to do a shortened season, space it out, perhaps. Be, be, yeah. be more flexible. Yeah, just be flexible.
1: I'm really, I'm really interested to see what 2021, 2022 looks like in a a year that's getting a little bit closer. You know, one step, one step closer to normal. Not probably not full yeah. normalcy, but but even one step closer to it a and, and that you can get on a little bit of a more normal, traditional time frame as the league usually does. Is it what? What is? What? What? what do you think we'll be back at like a 72? Maybe I think that's one thing we look out for. Over I guess would be November to know, say they went July again. November to July. Yeah. that's probably something the players well, well, sign off on.
0: Yeah, the NBA has always wanted uh, to be the winter sport, you know, the one that yeah. around that Christmas. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's working so far uh, this season. And if they wanted to test run, well, here it is. Well, one of the um, byproducts of that is, or the lessons is, yeah, we can't cram it all. You know, we're going to have to spread this out a little longer. Um, you know, and I, I think what the Spurs are going through, they're not the only team. A lot of teams are going through this one day on, one day off. Back to backs, they on travel, travel, travel. That's just the way it is. And we saw some of that impact on the team. You know, during that losing streak, you, you saw Kelden gassed. Right. Popovich comes out and admits mm-hmm. that the team is fried. Uh, you get Lonnie Walker back. He injects some life into the team, which was much needed. But eventually the schedule is going to catch up to him. You know, it's going to capture you. The, and they're still down bodies. The, the Lyles is not playing dang the new guy he hasn't been playing he gets injured right away so um if there was a season where health was key it's this season casey
1: kind of goes back to i i hate to to fully put the two hand in hand but you, you wonder how much of the 72 games of playing the 72 games was just the Really, a full emphasis on money. You know, it was a, you I know, it was it a is. factor. Yeah. But you just, it was, you, you yeah. just think about hearing you say all those things right there, and think about the practicality of playing a seventy-two game season in a four-month, essentially four-month stretch, amidst the time frame where the world is dealing with a, a crisis that predominantly is an upper respiratory condition. And <laughs> that significantly damages one's lungs and endurance. So let's put them in a situation where they have to play they have, they have to go to their job one that entails a full use of said upper respiratory functions and do it in a condensed schedule. Yeah. I mean we're saying all these things <laughs> it doesn't it, it doesn't really seem as as dramatic as it as it sounds until you literally put it out there on the table just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and yeah. I was kind of I was kind of I was kind of that same thing. I was like, yeah, seventy two, yeah, it's a lot, but given the time, mm-hmm. uh, they probably should have went they probably should have went sixty.
0: Yeah, and, and here's the, thing, the to that.
1: thing, but yeah, you, they should have won sixty. You,
0: you would think that the players union when they signed off on this season Maybe it was something they didn't predict. Maybe it's something they didn't foresee. Like, wait a minute, you know, would there be a situation where this pandemic impacts the season and teams where teams will be out for more than just a couple of games? We saw the Spurs be out for like almost a, a full week. Boston mm-hmm. got hit. Washington got hit. And then the NBA says, OK, well, all those games you missed in the first half, we're just to smash them all into the second half. You know, right. you know, maybe the, just a little foresight would have helped. And, um, you know, again, lessons learned. Um, but, hey, I mean, as Murray says, uh, you know, every time he's asked about the schedule, he says, hey, we're professionals. We get paid a lot of money to go out there and play a game. And I don't think any anybody's going to have any sympathy on these players. Um for the most part, like just the common, you know, the non NBA player, the, the, the fans, you know, the, from their eyes, it's, Hey, you play a game for a living, you know, and you get paid millions of dollars for it. Go out and play. And, um, but you have to have some sympathy for these guys. Some, or at least maybe sympathy, maybe empathy to realize what they're doing every other day. And it's going to put a grind on them. And these injuries do catch up to them. I'm not going to be surprised. Casey knock on wood that if, you know that if the that a spur gets hurt, or um, or Pop goes to load management, I and mean, he pretty much said it. I mean, that has to come, especially if that playing tournament is within reach, or they pretty much are a lock. If for some reason they're able to lock in who the playing tournament uh, teams are, and the Spurs are one of them, wouldn't be surprised if Pop says, "Okay, Demar, Rudy, Patty, veterans, you know, Kelden, you know, you're, you're we're limiting your minutes, Luca, Trey, y'all getting a spike in minutes because I think that's coming. And that if the Spurs are notorious for player health, then nobody should be a if a load management comes out, or you get the injury report, Casey, and you see Demar Derozan out, load management. Nobody should be surprised. No, no, uh, Casey. And, and again, let me ask you: Did you did did you take a load management when you ha- got yourself hurt? There, are you okay?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I've been since I busted the wrist. Yes. Oh yeah. You, I, I've never, I've never. I guess I don't want to call it a dramatic injury, but had had an injury that kept me sidelined for, or I guess I don't want to say sidelined because I'm not a pro athlete, but uh, for the sake of the conversation, <laughs> sidelined for a significant <laughs> amount of time. So, it's been it's been odd. It's been odd. yeah. I guess for do, for, for do, the listening audience. Long story sh- long story short. I busted my wrist. Busted a tendon in my wrist. Four to six weeks. But I've also learned like how much you can do with one hand. I've I've learned how limited you are, how lack of appreciation you do have, for the fact that you do have two hands. But on the other side of the spectrum, I also learned how much you can accomplish day-to-day activities with just one hand. So you want to say glass half empty, glass
0: half full. We need right to get you a, a winter soldier arm in the meantime. Just That's a what replacement said, arm.
1: Yeah. I look like something out of like RoboCop or something like <laughs> that. I don't know. I look like I got like inside this brace. It looked like I have like a machine gun inside my brace. Did you tell me you were well, lifting
0: well, when it happened?
1: Yeah, just working out. Just
0: working yeah, out. What did you do? Try Just to push your max out. or something or what?
1: No. See, this, this goes back to, it's kind of fitting that this is the subject of our conversation today. Injuries and load management. Because I'm a prime example of why sometimes it's good not to push it. I was doing some, some chest presses on the bench with the free weight. Yeah. And the inside of my hand had been hurting me close to my thumb side. So I, had been, I was putting the weight on the outside part of my hand to bear most of the weight to compensate for the fact my sure. thumb was a little bit sore. And essentially on on that I can't remember which motion up down going down or going up. That side of my hand gave way. And uh oh. and uh yeah, four to six weeks we're in this bad boy. We're about a week down. So Okay. As well, we long are. as you're on the on the road
0: <laughs> to recovery.
1: I think so. It sounds like I'm trending upward, it would appear I don't know. I'll find I out. i find out in
0: May. Lockdown Spurs morning. should uh, su- submit their injury report right now uh, to the masses and say Casey mm-hmm. Vieira questionable for the next locked on Spurs wrist injury.
1: Any other of your cast of characters do anything reckless? I know it was Pledge's birthday the other day. Did he do anything reckless to get hurt?
0: I don't know. All I know is that he pre-warned me and told me that, hey, there's probably not going to be a Saturday morning hangover. So that should tell you a lot. <laughs> what was he, he was planning after his,
1: birth- after his after, birthday? Yeah,
0: you went to celebrate his oh. his birthday before his show, and then I asked him like, yeah. "Okay, you know, like um now you're a trooper. You're gonna do your Saturday morning hangover the next day?" Because no, we don't schedule one for that day. It's like, oh, I get it. Totally understand-, understand. He,
1: was, he is said was Saturday morning hungover. Yeah,
0: I I, I filled know. in I filled in for his co host um a few weeks ago. And he did you do the show? Him. Did you do the show on Saturday without Pledge? No, 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 no. This is like a few oh. weeks ago. His his, his co-host oh, okay. was out, and uh, he said, "Hey, fill in." He I filled in, and then when we got on camera, I said, "Hey, you look weird. What's wrong with you?" He's hung over I, I I really <laughs> felt I, I thought <laughs> at, at any moment I was he was just going to collapse on me, and I'm going to be out to carry the entire show. Well, fortunately, he rallied though. About halfway of the show, he he. Perked up, and he wasn't hung over anymore. But the mm-hmm. things I saw during that uh, show and pleasure I was, was just—he
1: went, grippy. he went. Dennis Rodman on that one. Dennis, Rodman. yeah, he went.
0: Dennis Rodman. Rodman, Rodman would on that. show All up right.
1: to game. Yeah, Rodman show up to game hung over and still dropped. <laughs> still dropped like
0: I kept on telling the listeners, like, point, but go to yeah. the YouTube page to see what I'm seeing because he was leaning on the counter with his head down, trying to rally as best he could. And it was, I know. Uh, you know, hey, I, I, he just wanted to be in the spirit of his show, Saturday Morning Hangover. See, I, I get it. I, he's a trooper. So he's, he's Just he like
1: he lives do. the rock star life, doesn't he? He sure does. Doesn't he look like but, it? Right? Yeah. I'm totally generalizing because <laughs> he kind of has that scruffy look. He might, you know, he yeah. might not live that life at all. But judging by these stories.
0: It appears closer to that. All right. Well, let's get this show back on track here. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you put it all together. You know, the Spurs, they got themselves a brutal uh, ending of the season, you know, with the the teams they got to face. You got the specter of a, a spike in injury. And, yeah, it could make for an interesting end of the regular season for the Spurs. And then top it all off, they're in the chase for the playing tournament. And to top of it all off, they control their destiny. But at the same time, they got some rough teams, so it's going to be quite the fun stretch run for the uh, Spurs, the fan base, and to see if if they do make that playing tournament. By the way, even even if they do, and you know, if any if any indication of last year's playing tournament, it should be fun because I thought that was the best part of the bubble that playing tournament, that one game elimination. Oh, that yeah. was, was that great. was the best yeah. part of the bubble, and after that, it just. Blech got boring because we pretty much knew who was going to win at that point but well, and then you, it, you were entertaining i know but it was run. pretty it was it was awesome it was pretty and watching much, and well, watching
1: the clippers well actually hold on was that was those bubble games more entertaining for you as a spurs fan than watching the clippers implode hmm. oh put your spot both? there didn't i
0: can I have both you can I, have both. both sure all right. Yeah, um, but I think it was pretty much all over once uh, Draja got hurt, and you know after Bam got hurt, I was like, oh, well, they're you know, Lakers, yeah. yeah. So you got it, but yeah. So hopefully the Spurs will be part of that excitement um, as the uh, bubble game. Oh, not the bubble game. Sorry, the playing tournament um, inches closer and closer. And if the Spurs will make it, but we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the uh, remaining games for your San Antonio Spurs? Uh, you think they got what it takes to? come out swinging and have a really good record and chase that playing tournament or maybe a playoff spot. And also what do you think about the risk of injury and your Spurs? Do you think that is something you're going to be keeping an eye on in the remaining games? Tell us Casey more about VR as SA and how they can chat with you. Uh,
1: watch us on YouTube. You gave us the plug at the start. No need for me to go into it again. If they heard it this far, they they know what it's all about. Uh, VR as an essay. On YouTube Instagram as well and follow us on Twitter follow me on Twitter I should say at Casey underscore Vieira
0: yeah Casey's been really uh, riling up the fan base I've been seeing you there Casey on your uh, Twitter listen your social media listen
1: I, I'm I, I I don't I promote conversation I, and if you can do it in a peaceful fashion do it only problem—it it is, is peaceful first Twitter yeah the yeah. <laughs> problem well I was gonna say I don't know first yeah first, first Twitter is not always peaceful that's that's no the, that's no. the uh, disclaimer oh when I say promote conversation it's like put the asterisk next to it peaceful conversation and then it's you know it's not always peaceful
0: yeah it gets a little wild out there um, yeah. but um you also need to subscribe to locked on spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts it could be the uh, odyssey app it could be on uh, spotify you can even tell your smart speaker if you have one to play locked on spurs just by saying hey smart speaker play locked on spurs and if you got your spurs fixed and you just want to know what else is going on in the world of sports then you need the Locked On Today podcast. Uh, And it's pretty much all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. It updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.